Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. We appreciate the kind intro, Jay, and we bid a hello to all of our listeners. Might I begin with a question? Do we realize we are closer to this old world ending than we were yesterday? You know, we understand the Bible's teaching of the end of time from such text as Second Thessalonians 1, 7 through 9, 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 13 through 18, 2 Peter chapter 3, and even the parable of Jesus in teaching of the end of time in Matthew 25, and the two parables before that teaching. When we think about this, dear friends, considering all these texts, this old world one day will end, and we will all stand before the judgment seat of God, as we're taught in Second Corinthians chapter 5, verses 10 and 11. Paul reminded the Christians at Rome of this nearness in Romans 13, 11, and 12 when he said the following, And do this, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand, therefore let us cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. This is a most sobering text reminding the Christians at Rome to make certain their lives are right because, as Paul penned, their salvation is nearer. If you will, dear friends, the Apostle Paul is issuing a wake-up call with his comments to the church. And if they needed it, then obviously it is wise for everyone else that needs this wake-up call. In other words, folks, whether we are saved or whether we are not, this end of time is nearer than when we first realized. Overall, dear friend, each day we draw nearer to this old world ending, and we know not whether this is the last day upon this earth. Let's give serious thought to this as we consider the reminder of the end of this world drawing nearer. Before we get into our study, let's listen to our Jay Webb. We appreciate you listening today, and please take a moment to like and follow the International Gospel Hour on Facebook as well as Instagram. You can also follow us on Twitter at our underscore gospel. That's H-O-U-R underscore gospel. This will keep you updated with our latest efforts, allow you to send a private message, or to know when the International Gospel Hour will be in your area. Follow us on social media. And now, here's Jeff. Let's consider, dear friends, first of all, that the end of time is nearer because, well, another day is past. We are here on this day, but of course, yesterday is gone, and tomorrow is yet to come. I recall reading the statement, Yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift, and that's why it is called the present. I love that thought. You know, when we think about yesterday is history, that parallels with what Paul said in Philippians three thirteen and 14, how that one thing that he did, he forgot what was behind and pressed toward that which was before. 
and that he would press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Paul had a lot of yesterdays to forget. Earlier in Philippians chapter 3, he gave a brief history of his life, and we first learn of Paul as the persecutor Saul in Acts the 7th chapter. And near the end of that chapter, they laid down their coats at the feet of a young man by the name of Saul as they stoned Stephen. We go over into Acts 9, and we find where Saul was consenting unto his death or giving approval in the fact that he would enter into homes where the church was assembled, and he would put those people into prison. And of course, on the road to Damascus, Christ appeared before Paul, at the time Saul, and as he appeared to him, he told him to go into the city, and he would be told what to do. And then we learn from Acts chapter 9 what he did, and we also learn of what Saul did from Acts the 22nd chapter, as now the Apostle Paul, he began to tell his story, and he began to mention of what he was to do, and what Christ commanded him to do. Beautiful story in and of itself. But you see, Paul could look at his yesterdays as history. Tomorrow is a mystery. You know, Matthew 6.34 reminds us that sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. All we have is today. We can't turn to tomorrow. Tomorrow is yet to come. So all we have is today. And soon, dear friends, depending on when you hear this broadcast, this day will be past. And we again remind ourselves of the wake-up call in verse 11 of our lesson text of Romans 13. Now it is high time to awake out of our sleep. And we cannot ignore the fact that our eternal salvation is nearer. And when you think about it, eternal condemnation if we are not obedient to Christ. One must be alert and attentive with today. In John 9, 4, Jesus said, I must work the works of him that sent me, while it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. Jesus acknowledged that his time would come, and he would speak often of his death. But he said, while it is today and while I'm here, I must work the works of him that sent me, that is God. While we are here, we need to be obedient unto God and his will. Dear friends, in a few moments, we're going to share with you our free Bible study course, if we're prompting you to think about your soul and to consider the things that you are knowing or the things that you do know and what you need to do, we want to help you toward that end. Second, the end of time is nearer because of the certainty of death and the uncertainty of its appointment. The first part of Hebrews 9.27 simply says, For it is appointed unto man once to die. And you know, one knows not when one will depart through death. I know and you know of word that comes back to us of someone passing that totally surprised us. You know, folks, this reminder alone tells us that if salvation is nearer, then condemnation is nearer for the one who is not a Christian and for the unfaithful. We want to make certain that our lives are right in Christ. We need to make certain that if we believe in Christ, that that belief will move us to repent of our sins as Jesus commanded in Luke 13, verse 3. We need to confess Christ as Jesus commanded in Matthew 10, 32. 
the example of the eunuch in Acts 8, verse 37, when he said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. A confession that is made unto salvation, Romans 10, 9 and 10. And then we are baptized into Jesus Christ. Galatians 3.27 says, For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Back to Acts 8, when the eunuch made the good confession, he and Philip went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. And the Bible says that he came up and went on his way rejoicing. Well, why did he rejoice? Because when he was baptized, his sins were washed away, Acts 22.16. He received remission of sins, Acts 2, verse 38. He followed the pattern that Jesus commanded in Mark 16, 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But you see, life does not end there. The individual comes up as a new creation in Christ Jesus. We learn that from the teaching of Romans 6, 3 through 6. And as a new creation in Christ, old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new and we begin a faithful walk for our Lord. The Christian then will walk in the light as he is in the light, realizing and embracing the fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son will cleanse from all sins. He will confess his sins, he will fall short, and that he is living a life that he sins not. But, as John said in 1 John 2, verse 1, If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. A beautiful study in and of itself. We simply do as the Christians were commanded in Revelation 2 and verse 10, to be faithful unto death, and He will give us a crown of life. Dear friends, have we prompted you to think on your salvation? Have we mentioned some things that sound a little different to you? Would you like to study further? We love to offer good Bible study for our listeners that's absolutely free. Let's pause here and listen to this offer from our J-Webb. Kind listeners, the International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a Bible study course by mail so you may study in the privacy of your own home. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Please send the home study. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thanks always for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. The end of time is nearer because, well, Judgment Day is coming. Hebrews 9.27, when we're taught that it is appointed unto man once to die in the first part of the verse, we're reminded, and then the judgment. What can be plainer than learning of Luke 12.37-40? Jesus said, Blessed are those servants whom the Master, when He comes, will find watching. Assuredly, I say to you that he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them. And if he should come in the second watch or come in the third watch and find them so, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour 
you do not expect. Dear friends, think about this. If the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? 1 Peter 4.18 Dear friends, we need to be ready. The end of time is nearer because Judgment Day is coming. And are you ready? We hope that you'll take advantage of our Bible study. Let's learn God's will for our lives and make certain that we are prepared. Thank you for considering this study with us today. And let's continue our studies together, shall we? Thanks for joining me. I'm Jeff Archie. And until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh.